Hello, thank you for tuning in and for reconnecting. I am recording this episode next to the rice paddies somewhere in the north of Thailand. So you might hear some unusual animal people making some cool, beautiful sounds. I hope you enjoy them and what I have to share today, which is August 15th of 2023. It's wonderful to be back. I sure miss connecting with you through this magical art of digital broadcasting. It was not something perceivable in my consciousness before 2020. But now that I have been discovering the capacity to voice myself through this channel and share the feelings, thoughts, and visions transmitted through my body and brain from above, below, around, and deep within my soul, I am so grateful for this new superpower and like any power or tool communication technology this podcast and all the digital media platforms depend on our agency to use them in ways that nourish as opposed to harm ourselves My hope is that what I share here is useful to you. My experience and perception may be different from yours, but they can still be a mirror for you to see your own past and present conditions from another angle that might offer a little more clarity, which can help you to tune in, to center, and to move through your day from a place of rootedness that is embodiment. And I think it's important for anyone who takes the position of a guide or a teacher, as I do, to acknowledge that nothing we think and say, no matter how careful we are, is completely objective or an absolute truth not even if we were enlightened because an enlightened perspective is just one perspective albeit one that is inclusive of all perspective this episode is meant to be a sharing of my relationship with the rhythm of Venus in particular, but also the luminary sun and moon. Venus, as an inner planet, waxes and wanes with the sun, much like the moon. Venus energy shows up in my life as a period of stabilization through self-sufficiency and physical effort during the new phase of the cycle when Venus transforms from an evening star into the morning star. This is the phase that Venus is in right now. During the full phase, which is the opposite of the new phase, of the cycle, which is about four years after the beginning of the cycle, that is when Venus transforms from the morning star into the evening star. I experience a period of peak romance and interpersonal drama and trauma. My soul journey as related to the Venus archetype has to do with growing more awareness around self-reliance and interpersonal harmony. But for you, it might be slightly different. And I will talk more about that a little bit later on. 
Venus in astrology is the planet of physical abundance and personal love. Physical abundance includes money, sensual pleasure, and the capacity to receive and give, especially the Venus in Leo cycle that just began as Leo relates to generosity. Personal love includes friendship, work relationship, and romantic partnership. Venus morning star holds the frequencies of the earthy Taurus, which connects to work routines, money, and self-sufficiency. Depending on which house the Taurus sign occupies in your natal chart, and where Venus is in your natal chart, that particular area of life gets highlighted, and you are encouraged to grow to the next level. Venus Evening Star holds the frequencies of the airy Libra, because Libra is air element. Which connects to socialization, communication, and relationship harmony. Depending on which house the Libra sign occupies and how the transiting Venus in Leo affects your natal Venus, that particular area of life gets highlighted, and you have opportunities. To grow more conscious of your relationship style within that particular area of your life. Personally, I have found that as a Venus evening star, meaning that I was born while Venus could be seen shining brightly in the evening, I generally experience more physical. Monetary and emotional hardship <laughs> more during the beginning of the Venus cycle, while Venus is a morning star, which is the opposite of my natal evening star Venus. So right now, even though things are going quite smoothly. Venus is retrograding and journeying through the underworld before emerging as a morning star. I am recognizing the increased discomfort and insecurity I have been feeling in my body, in my bank account, and in my relationship circle since Venus turned retrograde. Recently, on July twenty second. So instead of staying at four or five star hotels, I am opting for a more budget friendly places as I explore the beauty of Thailand and plan my next yoga retreat. Hopefully next year. Yet my conditions, physical, monetary, and interpersonal, in comparison to eight years and sixteen years ago, are much more stable now, and thankfully, it's pretty easy to find safe and lovely stays here in Thailand at every price point. The Venus in Leo cycle has a natural sextile to my natal Venus in Libra, as I put awareness and effort into my creative process, which is what that sextile archetype is all about. It's the effort between the air element. And the fire element, the air element of Libra, and the fire element of Leo, that、um, allow for my creative process to 
grow, to expand. And when I do that, I am rewarded generously by Venus in Leo. In four years, during the August month of 2027, as Venus conjoins the sun and re-emerge as an evening star, they will be at the halfway point of their journey, which is similar to, again, the full moon. At this peak point, you can harvest the fruits of what you are creatively initiating now. You can look back and reflect on your past creative and relationship cycle, which connect to Venus in Leo. 2019 was the peak or the full phase of what you creatively began in 2015, which had waned to the new phase until the complete ending on September 3rd of this year. You can trace back with me the Venus rhythm of a four-year period. 2011 was the peak of what you initiated in 2007. 2003 was the peak of what you started in 1999. And 1995 was the height of what you began in 1991. For me, these beginning and peak years exactly coincided with my creative directions through educations, jobs, and career, as well as relationship beginnings and endings. For example, in 2003, while Venus was entering the full phase in Leo, retrograding and re-emerging from the morning star to the evening star. The relationship with my ex was at its final phase. Leo relates to romance. There was a lot of relationship drama and trauma at that time, yet I met many people and explored intimate encounters and learned about personal values the next four years as Venus slowly made their way back to a similar degree in Leo in August of 2007, I experienced intense loneliness and loss and eventually found a brand new place in life that was full of creative promise. 2007 was the year I became a yoga teacher and moved in with my current partner. The extreme high and low I experienced between 1999 to 2007, the eight-year Venus cycle in Leo, led me to the feeling of deep satisfaction with my current partner because I had discovered in those eight rough years what my core values were. Fast forward to 2023 as Venus currently disappears during the retrograde phase to re-emerge as the morning star. I am again on a journey of discovering, but this time the experience feels more easeful and stable, yet it is deeply inward because this is the new phase as opposed to the full phase of 2003. I am traveling right now, largely alone, having gone on a wonderful road trip with my family in July, 
my sister and her husband has been joining me for some parts of the trip. As a solo traveler, I like to immerse in geography, which I carefully chose to plant myself in. So right now, I am at this um, small resort, uh, budget-friendly resort that I can sit and watch the birds hunting fishes. And the farmers working in the rice field for hours. I am practicing yoga every day, and I am keeping to myself. As frankly, I don't feel very social right now, especially right now. Right now, while the moon is in the new phase, like for a couple of days, but. Venus, as I mentioned, has been you know retrograding and going into the new phase. So you know this is going to be, you know, for a little while. And the new phase is the dark phase. Is the phase of going inward. It's the underworld journey. It's creating a daily container to go deep. And to become even more aware of what my soul and my body need right now and going forward, my body is going through a lot. I am experiencing perimenopausal symptoms, such as hot flashes, and at times quite intensely. Apparently, hot and humid weather here intensifies the condition. I have been sleeping with a night sweat, which is like just the most uncomfortable experience. I feel quite protective naturally of myself right now, and finding myself unwilling to be in. Long conversations with unfamiliar faces, and you know this honestly contributes to the feeling of loneliness and even homesickness. My desire is to root down. Venus Morning Star connects to Taurus. You know, it's about the land. It's about the earth. It's about the. Root chakra, and being in a place that feels homey is very helpful for that. You know where I can establish a work routine that supports my creative process instead of spreading my energy around through brief human exchanges or trying to build new relationships or. Social networking, at the time of the new moon, when the moon and sun conjoins on August sixteenth at two thirty eight a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time, Venus is still within three degree of conjoining the new moon. This means that Venus. Is right behind the moon with the sun, right behind Venus. The moon is hiding the light from the two brightest beings in the solar system, Sun and Venus. Therefore, this new moon is a wonderful time to consider where your blind spot is when it comes to love, romance. And money, as well as what you are consciously initiating or preparing the foundation for your next creative cycle of eight years. The sun in Leo connects to our vitality, consciousness, creativity, or authentic self-expression. Ego or personal will. Venus in Leo connects 
to personal love again and values, romance and self-worth. The moon in Leo connects to creative routines, what you do on a daily basis to nourish your heart through joyful embodiment. So now is truly the time to look into your past unconscious condition that has led to any difficult or painful situation you are experiencing now with a pair of new eyes or the hide sight. The ability to turn your attention inward and reflecting on your role as a co-creator of your reality is an empowering state without which there is no possibility of learning as an evolving soul or growing awareness without the fire of transformation is without the light of consciousness aliveness or vitality that is leo venus just passed the halfway point of their underworld journey so venus is at the halfway point of their retrograde phase if you are feeling slow and stagnant bitter and depressed don't be too alarmed know that the more you dive deep into these difficult feelings the higher you will re-emerge like the venus morning star to take care of the practicals and the externals with greater energy and joy by the end of September. Venus retrograde is similar to the new moon or the completely dark moon. The time for inward reflection and releasing of the past in order to move forward. The past contains your limited perspective or awareness. The sun is the light of consciousness that when the emotion is calm and the mind is clear, reflects the physical reality more as it is as opposed to as it was when you were a child or in your younger years you know those times that you didn't have as much personal agency if you have been digesting and transforming your physical and emotional experiences along the way as opposed to neglect suppress oppress or repress them because you did not have or could not find your personal agency, now is the time to reflect ways in which you have disempowered yourself and co-created physical and relationship tension, obstruction, and difficulty. Leo is the sign of leadership which connects to the area of life that allows you to radiate your authentic expression as opposed to learned or coped expressions. The fire element is about leadership because the nature of fire is to move ahead in a specific direction that allows for greater transformation. The tragic fire in Maui, Hawaii is massively destructive to lives in that area. I am filled with deep sadness for those whose lives or livelihoods were cut short as well as those who are left behind 
to pick up the pieces. Whenever fire shows up, it is time to transform and transcend. What no longer needs you, and what you no longer need, despite your desire to hold on to them, has to leave for you to feel vital and joyful again. Fire, with its fierce agenda of moving forward as quickly as possible. Leads you to a new and undiscovered terrain that can bring you great joy of discovery. Yet, along the way, heartache, friction, intensity, and breakdown at some level is to be expected. Leo is the process of co-creation, recreation, and procreation. So that simply means all expressions of creativity. To activate the Leo magic, or to embody your inner Sun, Moon, and Venus in Leo, you need. An audience are those who can see and appreciate your light. A monk sitting alone in a cave can draw admirers and devotees. Leo is the light that both gives the energy to and take the attention from others. So it. Is connected to the state of open-heartedness, and no matter how rough life is, how depressive and difficult and heavy, remind yourself to remain open-hearted. Now is a wonderful time to reflect on what and how you have been giving your energy and attention. Does it expand or deplete your vitality? And how are you receiving generosity, kindness, and delight from others, so that they can give their light? And joy to you. I recently realized how I have been blocking the inner light, the inner Leo of others, especially my partner. I have caught a pattern of denying his generosity and therefore stopping him from. Shining his full light and being the beneficent being that he naturally is, I am talking about mundane things such as me complaining about my broken walking shoes and his offering to buy a quality pair and mail them to me in Thailand. By the way, I am on my walkabout journey. Still in Thailand, throughout this summer, to honor both the Venus in Leo cycle and the lunar North Node of Soul Evolution shifting into Aries, I am sure I will be talking about that sometime soon. <laughs> I will return to the U.S. before. Mid September, and I will share more about my journey after then. Now back to the Leo activation that I recently experienced. So first, I said no to my partner's generous offering because I wasn't sure about. Sizing and would need to try the shoes beforehand. Then I said no again because the international mailing was costly, although those were reasonable objections. 
I refused his gift in a way that wasn't honoring his generosity. It was an unconscious reaction. I didn't acknowledge his kindness or gave him a different way to share his light. I basically fully blocked his inner Leo as well as his love and values for practicality and quality objects. <laughs> Reflecting back, I realized that I have been fearful of kindness and generosity in others because of my limited heart's capacity to receive. It has always been difficult for me to accept gifts and compliments while it's much easier for me to offer my resources to others. And, you know, this, going back to what I was saying, that Leo is about childlike joy and authentic expression as opposed to learn condition or coping mechanism. And I think, um, you know, be me being close-hearted really has to do with a psychological coping mechanism of preventing disappointment. So that's probably just one of many other dysfunctional <laughs> coping strategies, which is, you know, so sad because the heart needs replenishment. If I don't replenish my heart through receptivity, the giving that I do becomes a burden as it depletes me at all levels. So during this new moon in Leo and while Venus retrograde through Leo until September 15th, I am deeply reflecting on ways I have been blocking my own and others' lights by, you know, building fences around my heart. And I am tuning in to my heart to soften, open, and allow it to receive more fully the light love, creativity, and generosity from others. I invite you to activate your inner Leo through the embodiment of your heartfelt joy. What brings you true joy is also what your heart values. And when you hold that gem, in your heart. Its radiance uplifts and delights all whose hearts are open to receive. The light of consciousness or awareness is the most precious of all, as the French philosopher Simone Weil stated, quote, attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity, unquote. I hope this new moon in Leo will inspire you to give generously to yourself and to radiate your vital life force and creative gifts indiscriminatingly like the sun. May you lead with the heart and transform all that you touch into the same love frequencies you embody. If you want to learn more about how to embody the new Venus in Leo cycle, in ways that expand both your awareness about abundance and love and the practical
practical strategies to root into your core values in order to align with and receive more joy and generosity from the universe, consider working with me through my astrology guide. You can book the one-on-one session at my website in the show note. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your kind attention. I will be back soon to share more of what the planets and stars are whispering to my soul. Welcome to the fall season of the Soul Tending Podcast. I am back. I am excited to be back at my cozy corner in Northern California, which after the kind of humidity I was exposed to in Thailand, feels a bit like a desert and I am taking it all in. The end of summer feels very gentle to my soul right now. I am so grateful for everyone in my life. I am surrounded by amazingly kind and supportive humans and really looking forward to deepen my relationship with everyone, including you, my gentle listener. This episode bring you a brand new format and I hope you will enjoy it as much as I delight in creating it. I am shifting the release of the podcast from weekly to bi-weekly and from beginning the week on Monday to Jupiter Day. to Jupiter or Thursday to align even more with the rhythm of my life. While I don't think it's necessary to explain myself and my needs, I do feel that sharing my intention behind this change is like acknowledging the beauty and wisdom of synchronicity. I am in a constant conversation with the universal order in order to channel how the spirit is inspiring the soul and how the soul needs to be embodied through my present physical experiences. Physical experience and communication is key to any successful relationship. Hence, I love laying out clearly to you what I am doing and why, because I respect and appreciate our relationship and I want to nurture it long term. I hope you feel the same and you do let me know from time to time what your feelings are in regards to the podcast and what I share with you here and wherever we connect and co-attend our souls. At a practical level, releasing the podcast on Sunday as I had done for the last couple of years meant that I had to record, edit, and share each episode on a weekend. The schedule worked out well during the pandemic years. However, now that we can mingle more, I want the weekends available to hang out more to hang out more with my partners and friends who work a regular with my 
to hang out more with my partner and friends who work regular office hours. Sure, I can pre-record it, and sure, I can pre-record the. Each episode in advance on a weekday, but on a weekday, but the podcast to me isn't just a product or a show. Sitting down to look at the daily shards and bringing them to life through my fingers as I write and through my voice as I. Record the astrological themes. Is my meditation practice. It's a part of my daily and weekly rhythm. By the time I'm done with the astrological study, interpretation, and writing, I am ready to make a voice record. And the day before I release the. Forecast. The day before I released the. Podcast episode, this process feels fresh, organic, and authentic to me. So I am continuing in this vein, but shifting the timeline a bit to reflect my need for more interpersonal connection at this time. Interpersonal space at this time, I am changing the release day. To Mercury Day or Wednesday, which has a beautiful astrological astrological meaning because Mercury is all about communication, so releasing. An episode on a Merc- a Mercury day is perfect. To share the knowledge and wisdom, and to communicate what my thoughts and feelings is perfect, and it means that I can begin the forecast on Jupiter Day or Thursday. So at the soul level, Jupiter holds the frequencies of my. So at the soul level, Jupiter holds the frequencies of my. Of my natal ascendant point and my rising sign in Pisces, 
the traditional ruler of Pisces is Jupiter. The modern ruler of Pisces is Neptune. And these two planets make a conjunction in Sagittarius, the sign ruled by Jupiter in the ninth house, um, which is associated with Sagittarius, again, ruled by Jupiter. So basically, my natal chart has a huge Jupiterian influence. It relates to um, exploration, expansion, teaching, optimism, and fortune. And a little side note, on top of all that, I was born on Jupiter Day. Or Thursday. At a practical level, these years fall equinox, the first day of autumn in the northern hemisphere, falls on Thursday, Jupiter Day. So it's fortunate, right? Um, Jupiter, the planet of fortune, that I begin this new chapter of the Soul Tending podcast by beginning the astrological. forecast on Jupiter Day. In addition, I am changing the frequency of the podcast to bi-weekly. Releasing it every two weeks will allow me to zoom out a bit more mentally. Hopefully the Hopefully, the spaciousness brings me not just more time to reflect on the astrological movement, but also more space for greater creativity and connectivity at home, at work, and in relationship. And that includes our relationship, me and yours, through me and you through this me and you through this podcast for those of you whose routines include the daily celestial reflection you will continue to receive the daily theme of the planetary energy to meditate on You will continue to receive the daily themes of the planetary energy to meditate on. I promise you that the bi-weekly episodes will be just as helpful as the weekly ones I did in the past. I released in the past and I hope that as you follow the rhythm of the astrological planets with me, you will co-create exactly the rhythm of life through your daily home, health and work routines that allows you that support the that support easeful movement of your body and soul all right so now let's take a look all right now that we have all of that out of the way let's take a look at how things are fitting together and balancing one another through the lens of the cosmic frequencies which connect to our souls this podcast episode is for the week of june 19th to 25th 
of 2023. The overarching theme of the week is This podcast episode is for Thursday, September 19th to Wednesday, October 4th of 2023. The overarching theme of these two weeks is fall equinox and full moon in Aries. <music> 